gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, D-Generation X proudly brings to you Tag Team Champions of the World! This is really intense. Somebody's been drinking coffee tonight. Yes. I had some coffee this afternoon, so I don't know if it's probably carrying me into this, but it probably is. Or it could just be that I'm excited to talk to my buddies because I haven't seen them. We've been on quarantine. I understand. Yeah, yeah, man. I saw Kenny a couple of days ago. I was happy to see Kenny. Uh, yeah, man. So here we are. Welcome to the Hot Take Wrestling Podcast. I am your boy, Logan the Machine, a.k.a. Old Man Logan. And with me is the hostess with the mostest, Mr. Whiskey Sour. Blah, whiskey Sour, Kenny. Excuse me for fucking your name up. Oh, it's no problem <laughs> at all, man. Actually, it's been just straight whiskey the last few Saturdays you know, while watching AEW. Straight whiskey and AEW. Sounds like a plan to me. All right, all right. And last but not least, we got the man in the middle, Mr. Joe Willie. Aha! How how goes it, sir? It's your boy, Joe Freeland, a.k.a. Joe W. Freeland III, a.k.a. I am the champ of the champ is here! That goes very well, sir. I appreciate it. All righty, all righty. I just want to say before we get things kicked off, I'm actually watching Law and Order SVU in the background. It's actually about WAE's criminal treatment of Cesaro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm funny. Okay. <laughs> oh shit, that's good. That was All right, fellas. Uh, well, you know, uh, you know, before I, I I get hand this thing off to our hosts, uh, it's WrestleMania season, guys. Are you guys ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? I mean, I'm ready. It's gonna be awkward, you know, watching WrestleMania with no fans. But yeah, it's gonna be crazy. I'm still gonna watch it. Yeah, both nights. Those fans. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, it's this is this is legit history in the making. Like we're living history right now. Yeah. Like so, it's kind of it's kind of awesome, but it's also kind of scary too. But, yeah, I bet. Like you know, like you 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 know you you experience WrestleMania when you watch it on TV, and you like the fan reaction is your reaction. Like you, I I think I don't. I'm not even gonna play the universe. I'm not even gonna say it. But it's it's just different without the fans. It's very different without the fans. So it's crazy. I don't know. I don't even know how to do it. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's also stubborn. They could have just pushed this back a few months. WrestleMania in June. Yeah, like it wasn't. Doesn't. Yeah. 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 I'm. I'm not. I mean. Or you could have combined it, and you could have been Summer Mania. I mean, it's a weird name, but you, you get where I'm going with it. I think this. Mm-hmm. I think this was so worried about the money they were losing from sponsors that he was like, "All right, let's just do it anyway, but we'll do it without the fans." And then at that point, that was probably the deciding factor of it, just because there are a lot of sponsors associated with it. But the, the problem is, is with WrestleMania being such a big spectacle, you need the fans to be a part of it. And I don't feel like this will be as successful as they think it there. It's like, do we honestly want to see a match with anybody on this card, fans or no fans, regardless? No. I mean, that was a question I was getting ready to ask you guys. Like, you really realize with what's going on, how big of a component the fan reaction is in the WWE product. Right. Because I'll be honest, the AEW matches and in, in episodes I've been watching that have been fanless, I gotta say, I haven't really seen uh, too much of a drop. No, yeah, you and and not to and not to even like intervene or interrupt the main event that they had yesterday. They're 
they're like they're like wrestlers and the company and everybody else is out there like because they're like actually having legit really good matches like yeah like like they haven't no no shade to wwe or anything like that but like if you got a roster all there like if y'all got the roster all there shit make them fucking fans fuck it just let, just let it go like that because even with the AEW roster being out there and like cheering people on and like saying random shit, it still feels like it's a real thing. And Kenny Omega's still great and all these guys are still great, but I digress. I digress at this point. Again, get too far long in this tooth at this point. So I digress. No, that no, because I, I I I was there with you, man. I really enjoyed seeing the guys out there, aka the boys as they put it. Uh, you know, as the fans, you know, quote unquote, while these matches were going on, right. I thought it was brilliant. You know, whereas with WWE, we just getting a silent. You know, uh, we we getting flashes of rocking uh, mankind in the uh, empty arena match, right. like every single <laughs> production. Half time, half time, half time. You know, so it's it's just kind of you know it's, I, I think that has maybe that's what's made the difference but it hasn't been a drop in in um match performance whatsoever and i'll be honest i think i might even like it like that because it focuses you know because your attention you know you're going you're trying to see what the fans are saying how they interacting with it versus you know what's going on in the ring and you know you, instead of having to go back and forth with that you just silently focused on the match and you know those guys haven't missed the beat yet, man. So kudos to them. Yeah. Even though this is about to be a WrestleMania prediction episode, but you just kind of got to state the obvious sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, man. I I mean, to be honest with you, like both both products are great entertainment, but at the same time, AEW is just. I say once, I say it again, man. They're. They're, 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 they're a fan's fan. Like, they really appreciate their people about what they want. Like, they're adamant about putting out a good product. Like, are they competing with, like, NXT and maybe even Raw? Yeah, but the way that they're doing it is is something that WWE is, honestly, if I'm going to say it, years behind on. They're behind. So far behind. Triple H probably is the only one that has it, but they are years behind. All right, all right. KG, you there, buddy? Oh, I'm there. I just wanted to let y'all get y'all conversation going, you know. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> no, I completely agree, though. Uh, like you said, there's no drop-off whatsoever. If you watch AEW, the match presentations outside of Ricochet and Cedric Alexander versus Andrade and Angel Garza, there hasn't been anything close match quality-wise, in my opinion, in terms of the main roster in those empty arenas so far since they've had to go that route with the coronavirus pandemic. Yeah. So it's just even crazier how, you know, AEW even acknowledges the word coronavirus. Like, I don't know, like WWE doesn't even acknowledge it for some reason. It's, like, <laughs> it's really yeah, weird, that's... just everything. Like Cody even had a shirt that he's donating in terms of the proceeds are going to be donated to help coronavirus relief. So, it's just, I'm not saying WWE's doing nothing, obviously, but it's like the overall presentation, at least of the show, going back to that, yeah, it's just, it's coming off better. I mean, maybe WWE doesn't want to be seen as copycats, and that's why you don't see them have the wrestlers act as fans and stands or whatever, but they have been rumored that they're going to possibly show fans reacting to the shows. So, 
basically in a split screen type thing. But ah. that might be going out the window anyway, because I think next Friday might be their next show or last show, should I say. That's the rumor. And then they might be taking a break after that. So yeah. But, but before that, we got what, sixteen matches? Maybe this is why they're doing two nights. <laughs> but uh yeah, it's insane. We get to see what it's like to actually have an offseason, maybe, in WWE. Which is going to be interesting. Ooh, like that. They either need an offseason or they need to tell people, the talent on the the roster, basically, should I say, that they can take two, three months off a year. It can be all together or it can be spread out. But they definitely need to give them the option of missing two or three months off TV. Yeah. Yeah, and when you have a big star, like one of their biggest stars uh, and Roman Reigns who requested not to, you know, do the, you know, uh, match for WrestleMania due to the coronavirus, you know, that's that's a pretty big deal. You know, these guys are obviously cognizant of what they're putting on the line and the stakes that are, you know, at hand being, you know, even participating in the filming of these matches. So, uh, yeah. It's, it's it's all kind of real. It just kind of that for me. I know it was some people probably loved that Ro- it was going to be a Roman list WrestleMania, but you know, when one of your biggest stars wants to pull out, that kind of that kind of says something. Yeah, I, okay. I, think, I think with I, I think Roman said he did it for his family just because with his issues previously with leukemia and him having those issues prior to it was more so a concern of his. I think. I think you posed an interesting thing where you were saying it should WWE have an offseason. I honestly believe that would actually further the product with them having an offseason because now you get to assess things better talent-wise and assess the direction you want to go as well. I think that's a brilliant idea, by the way. So, he did it for The Rock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did it for The pain. The Rock. The Rock very well, well may have told him, hey, look, I got you a role at Shazam, too. <laughs> now I need you to... <laughs> I need you good, man. I need you good. I got you in... Hey, yeah, I just saw, too. It just got green-lighted. Hey, call, we need you. Call them up. Some, Joe, some... buddy. <laughs> need you in Rock, too. All right? Focus. He's going to be in the next Jumanji. <laughs> oh, oh, God. And the bad thing about that is I could see, I could see Roman. I could see Roman in Jumanji. What would that be? Four? Jumanji 3. Yeah. Jumanji 3. Yeah. Start these matches. Start these matches. All right. All right. So like I said, we got 16 matches on the card. We start off Otis versus Dolph Ziggler. You know, you know how I see this happening. Big Otis is going to be heartbroken. Mandy going to turn on him. She's going to hit him with the low blow. He's going to come back. Like three months, he's gonna come back cut like Brock Lesnar, like 2015. <laughs> Brock Lesnar, <laughs> Otis is gonna go on his monster heel run for no reason whatsoever. But now, all jokes aside, Joe, where do you see this going? Yo, yours is better than mine. Your scenario is so much better than mine. I'm mad you beat me to this. Damn, that is a beautiful. I honestly, okay, I am team Otis, like, I am legit team Otis because it really, like, Otis, legit, like. It's boosting her career. And like Dolph Ziggler, okay, this don't sound bad. But Dolph Ziggler always gets the chicks, and I don't understand it. He got, who'd he get? Uh, he got Lana at one point. Remember that? 
Yeah. Uh, he got AJ, uh, AJ at one point uh, when he was messing with her. He did. Behind the scenes, he got Nikki Bella. No. That was Nick and Matt. You said what? <laughs> that was Nick and Matt. Yeah. Exactly. That was Nick. It's done. It's a done deal. No more. Breaking the fourth wall here. Hashtag Dolph Ziggler gets no more beef. I don't want can I say hoes on, on podcast. Yes, I can. Say what you want to say. Dolph, Dolph Ziggler gets no more hoes, bro. That's it. No more, bro. Him and Mandy break up. Otis comes out and destroys Dolph Ziggler because everybody loves watching Dolph Ziggler get beat up. Obviously, he's one of the best people to watch get beaten up. He's really good at it. And then he gets with Mandy. They live happily ever after. Have little Otis babies. Let's go. Team Otis. Tim. Come on, Taki. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, being that this would have been a classic WrestleMania moment had we had actual fans here uh yeah i don't think we're going that route i think Dolph is gonna continue to get his uh what's my man name ravishing rick rude on with uh you know what i'm saying mandy and uh i'm kind of going with uh with, with the host here man i'm gonna go with the low blow to you know lead to the one two three for the zigzag man as booker t affectionately refers to him zigzag man you know what? There's so many cartoon references possibly here. I mean, we all know Dolph Ziggler looks like Quagmire. Let's face it. That's accurate. That's actually. That's not funny. It's very accurate. Like he looks like Quagmire. Giggity. Yeah. Giggity, giggity. giggity. Second of all, right. Otis and Manny. We got we got Disney right there. With the Beauty and the Beast. Obviously, let's face it. You win that. Yeah. You win that, man. <laughs> you never been wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but no. Uh, like I said, I think I got Ziggler here, only because. It just makes it basically set up for Manny to just get monster heel heat. Obviously, it would have been much better set up if they actually had a crowd. I'm not saying she won't get heat when they come back, but see, this is one of those matches where it would have been better to have a crowd there type thing. Because I'm not saying, oh, I need to see Mandy get pushed, but they obviously are setting her up for a big push here with this angle where she just makes Otis feel like crap. They're going to, you know, Dolph's already been rubbing this in his face, pause. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> the pictures on IG was out with Mandy. You saw him lose it and just snap and just go apeshit crazy on Morrison and Miz and beat them down with chairs after driving them through a barricade. So, yeah, I, I can't see Otis going over Dolphin this one just because the, it's already set up for me to have his heart, bro. I just, <laughs> poor Otis, man. Yeah, poor Otis, bro. But um, sticking in that lower mid-card area, Baron Corbin, or sorry, King Baron Corbin. I don't know which gimmick was worse between that and Constable Corbin. Ugh, you know, but uh, he's going to face Elias. So, Tim, who you got in this match? Hmm. Well, Elias is just kind of, like you said, been in the lower mid-card. Mm, I don't think this was enough time to kind of build him to look a certain way. He'll probably end up winning, but nah, man, I think uh, King Corbin needs a W more than Elias needs a W right now. He had that big feud with Roman that went way too long, and, um, you know, Roman ended up becoming a victor in that match. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with my main man, King Corbin, for the W. Now, how many people claiming that, my main man, King Corbin? 
kudos though. Yeah, I appreciate you. God, God's gonna bless you for that. Getting out that <laughs> gotta make gotta make Corbin look strong. Gotta make Corbin look strong. Hashtag make Corbin look strong. Okay. Burger King crown and all. Joe, who you got? Ah, uh, they're gonna give it to Corbin because they really want him to be an asset in the company. Uh, they see potential in him, which he does have. He shows glimpses of potential sometimes, and I'm gonna go with Tim and. And actually give him give him the nod for this match. I just want him to be better. I don't want him to be shit no more. Like I don't want him to be terrible anymore. Like, I feel like I feel like at, he's getting too comfortable with being crap. Like he used to care, but now he doesn't. I'm just gonna say that outside of Bobby Lashley against Rusev, Baron Corbin was in some of the worst feuds last year. Yeah, I mean, from Seth Rollins to to the feud with Lacey Evans against Rollins and Becky Lynch, to the one with Roman, to the one with, I'm not calling him that. I refuse to call that man that name. I'm calling him Chad Gable. I'm giving that man some respect. <laughs> you know his other name, whether you watch the show consistently or whether you're casuals or you probably know it. But anyway, those are some terrible feuds. But it's not like Baron Corbin doesn't have value, obviously. The guy's gotten much better on the mic. He used to be terrible on the mic. He'd had long, awkward pauses during his promos. It sounded like he was forgetting his promos. I don't know, you know, what was going on with that. But going back to the match, I think I'm going to ride with you guys and uh, pick Corbin just because they kind of want to keep him relevant. I mean, now rumors are the DB is taking time off soon. So possibly, you know, there's a possibility that Elias goes over because they, you know, they turn them face again. So you kind of want to keep some faces in position to be pushed. It seems like SmackDown's kind of heel heavy. So, part of me is a little torn by that aspect of picking Corbin. Uh, but if you go by Tim's theory and a lot of people's theory of who looks too strong going into a match, you might want to pick Elias because, I mean, Corbin didn't knock him off the platform and he went splat on Friday, even though he really, you know, didn't fall that far down. Clearly, it was, <laughs> it was uh, they flashed the camera away and made it look like the dude just fell on the floor. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I think I'm going to pick Corbin, though. Because they, they, they've been kind of sticking with him for a while and keeping him, you know, not giving him the brass ring completely. But they've always been keeping him relevant the last few years. And if he loses, you know, where is he go from there? Yeah, I agree with you. Dr. Corbin. <laughs> I think do better. Hey, man. Hey, man. Yeah, man. Do better, bro. Do better. Please do better. Speaking of doing better, last year they introduced the Women's Tag Team Championships. I had high hopes for that. You know, I, I was assuming that those titles were going to be defended on all three brands. I think they've only defended them once on the NXT brand. I, I assume maybe they could have put, added that to a takeover or anything like that. I was honestly anticipating a possible Fatal 4-Way, you know, with the champions. One team from Raw, one team from SmackDown, one team from NXT, but we're not getting that. We're getting the Kabuki Warriors versus Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, WWE's odd couple, clearly. Um, <laughs> so, Joe, who are you picking with this? Um, I actually think that WWE has failed to capitalize on Kabuki Warriors. One, because they're so damn talented in the ring. And two, because they, like, once... Once the Iconics lost the, the title, that was it. It was like, all right, it's going downhill from here. 
just going to ruin everything for everybody. And and even with Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross having the titles, it was okay. But like the Kabuki Warriors are mad talented. You give them 15, 20 minutes with anybody, and that match is going to go over very well. And you're not using them for singles competition. You're not using them for anything else. You're putting them in a match, squash matches with uh, the Ace of Spades. The Ace of Spades! Uh, for no reason. And it's not even worth it at this point. Like, Shayna Baszler squashing uh, Asuka when months ago, years ago, they had a match together and Asuka damn near squashed her. Like, come on, bro. Like, where, where, where is the consistency to storylines and stuff that happened eons ago, bro? Come on, Vince. Shit. <laughs> no, I, I'm with you. It, it's bad. It's but go so, ahead. It's showing you in the mid-top. Like he's not even trying. It's like Vince is just throwing a dart at the wall. Who do we want? What are we doing? Kabuki and and, and uh, what's that girl? Alexa Bliss. She's cute, right? Let's, let's go Alexa Bliss. Go ahead. That's what he's basically doing. That's what he's doing. So Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross with a championship on a wasted reign by the Kabuki Buff Warriors who have been the most dominant female tag team. Yeah, I said it. I said it out loud. I didn't feel good saying it, but I said it. Okay? There's that. Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, they win. <laughs> now, I'm, I'm kind of with you about as far as the booking goes, the Kabuki Warriors. It's just, it's puzzling. It's, it's From a standpoint, they could have just turn page heel instead of having Asuka spit green mist in her face because until they cut better promos in English I don't need them randomly out here yelling in Japanese because you know sorry but most of us do not speak Japanese and watch the product so you know they might be cutting great promos for all I know but if I don't understand what they're saying it's like how's that really getting them over like it's it, it would be okay if they did that occasionally though don't get me wrong like because it can get heat potentially but you know, you could have an advocate. Paige is a great talker. So it's just like, what what was the thought process in that? You could have maybe built towards her turning heel. Maybe acted like looking at them a little strange. Like, why are you guys acting like this? Maybe lure the team in. And then, boom, there goes the heel turn with Paige. But I feel like they, they, they really mismanaged them. Like you said, you give these women some chances and they're going to put in a great match. Uh, when they defended the titles at one time down in NXT against Dakota Kai and Tegan Knox, that was a pretty damn good match on NXT TV. So oh. I, I would have liked to have seen that more, but if Alexa and Nikki do win, they'd be the first ever two time women's tag team champions because the Kabuki Warriors beat them for the straps. Um, mm-hmm. So we basically have gone full circle to get a rematch, which I thought they weren't doing rematches for titles anymore. But, you know. <laughs> uh, I, I think I'm going to. I think I'm going to pick Alexa and Nikki only because it seems like they might explore defending those titles down at NXT, but there's no babyface tag teams in the women's division right now. You could see Alexa and Nikki win and then possibly feud with Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. So I'm going to pick. That's why I'm picking Alexa and Nikki. Tim, who do you got? Uh, I'm going to throw this out there first. I think Vince McMahon had a, a hot blonde uh babysitter and that's why any hot blonde that WWE signs <laughs> you know gets a push immediately that's true uh whether they're tall small short whatever I uh, just had to put that out there but I do think uh this is going to uh Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross um 
like I, I just gotta mimic what you guys said here. Uh, Kabuki Warriors, they they just they misused them. And if they go to AEW or anywhere else, hey, I I I wouldn't blame them because you know WWE had them and they you know misused them. So it's nothing else to really say with that. They should have been booked to look like a threat. They haven't looked like a threat in any capacity, any way, shape, or form. Uh, you know, Oscar was just once dominant. I don't know how you mess up. <laughs> the buildup of Oscar was just awesome. Right. It, you know, give me just outside of Brock Lesnar, give me one other booking that was that dominant. You mean since Goldberg, I'm assuming? Yeah, no, I can't think of one. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I I just, uh, you know, it, it hurts me that the Kabuki Warriors didn't become what they could have became or should have be, became. But, uh, you know, I, and then, like you said, what happened to the titles being defended on all shows? Like, it, it just became the land of SmackDown all of a sudden or the land of Raw, you know, and it's just kind of like, you know, these titles, much like the men's titles, it should only be one set and it should go maybe cross-branded on all three shows, to be honest. You know, eventually, hopefully we'll see that with the men's one day. But uh, for this match, for WrestleMania, I'm going Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross. And that's the bottom line because I said so. Right. I just I just hope we get more Nikki Cross terrifying Michael Cole on commentary. Hilarious. <laughs> Social distancing, my friends. Right. Uh, speaking of awkward, uh, Bobby Lashley and his wife Lana will be in his corner against Alistair Black. Tim, who you picking? Oh man, come on! You know this is an easy one for me, man. You know this is an easy one for me. You know I got to go with the Almighty, oh, man. God. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Big Bob. Oh, we skip him next time. We skip him next. Time. Back, back to dominate. You know what I'm saying? We gotta skip this. Next time we skip it. Hashtag nobody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hit him with the chest pose. <laughs> and, uh, once again, Vince ruining a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. God, you are a terrible person, Vince McMahon. Jesus. <laughs> I, you know, I'm. Picking the Alistair here, uh, it's just you need to build him up eventually. Not just because Paul Heyman's high on him, but the guy just has that that look that just brings a certain presence when he comes out there. Not the body last doesn't obviously talk about presence. <laughs> like, dude might have the best physique in WWE, yeah. honestly. But um, it's just as far as connecting with the fans, it seems like Alistair Black does have a little bit more going for him. Uh, plus, you want to build up potential challengers for Andrade's United States Championship. So, unless they're going to flip Lashley back into that face role, it doesn't really make a lot of sense for him to go over. Uh, this is one of those things where it's it's potential potentially interesting matchup. I, I probably would have rather seen it on the Monday Night Raw though, because although they're splitting the nights up, you know, so they could have eight matches. I'm assuming I'm assuming they're going to go eight and eight since there's 16 on the card. Uh, it seems like they would have got more time to cook. Cause this actually could be a pretty good match if they gave me my, the right amount of time to tell a story. But, I mean, that remains to be seen, obviously. We don't know for sure what they're going to do time-wise. But, Joe, who are you picking? I, 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 this is what I want. So, what I want to happen is, is for Alistair Black to whoop his ass and then be done with it at that point. 
and then Lana somehow ends the marriage because he lost Alistair and then Bobby Lashley actually gets to reconfigure his push and they actually give him a legitimate shot to actually be the Bobby Lashley that he was in Impact uh, and was in actually MMA where he was actually winning and beating people and he looked dominant. And then we have the road to Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lash. And I can see Brock Lesnar get his ass kicked by Bobby Lash. That's what I want. That's what I desire, the fan. Let me tell you what's going to happen. They're going to give them 15 minutes. Aleister Black is going to probably win the match, but he's not going to win outright. And they're going to try and have Bobby Lash cheat the whole fucking time. Then all of a sudden, it'll be a new person for Bobby Lashley to go up against and he'll be out of this contract and I'll never see Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley because Vince McMahon is a cunt. That is what I foresee and I'm done now. <laughs> you know, Tim referenced earlier about uh, Vince having the thing for blondes. Uh, speaking of that, we have Lacey Evans versus Tamina versus Sasha versus Naomi versus Bailey in a fatal five-way elimination match. I'm telling you right now, the reason Lacey has this gimmick is because she reminds Vince of the milfs he was into when he was a teenager. That's why he she dresses True. that way. True. <laughs> Down South Southern True. Bell, you know, even though he's... <laughs> but, uh, so Joe, who you picking for the SmackDown Women's title this, match? This will probably be just where, like, it's one of those things where, like, this is to prove that Lacey Evans is legit, so they'll probably give her a chance with the strap and um, use her for promo as a former Marine who uh, also a who was also a mom, being strong in America, and she'll, she'll probably win. Honestly, I, I I would honestly just like it if, uh, if Bailey retained, because <laughs> Bailey as a heel is actually pretty awesome when they actually give her a shot at being a heel. It's actually pretty damn good. Um, but I, I, I'm gonna go with, uh, screw it. I'm going with Tamina because she needs to win one. Yep, changing the whole game. Tamina's winning one. Once again, do it for the rock. Tim, who you <laughs> Hashtag the Samoan revenge, okay? <laughs> uh, no, the real hashtag here is make Sasha Banks look great again, yeah. okay? And uh, I think this is going to be the moment they put the strap back on Sasha Banks. We're going to get the, you know what I'm saying, the backstabbing moment. Minus JR being able to call it out. That's going to kind of suck. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, this is where we put the title on Sasha. And Sasha gets her dream of being on SmackDown. And, um, yeah, you can run a little storyline where we turn. I don't know if I would necessarily turn uh, Bailey back uh face maybe tweener you know because you really haven't gave her a legitimate run with the title she's like the forgotten champion right now uh but yeah this that's where i see this going right here i think uh sasha gets the w uh you'll probably get a strong showing from tamina and from lacy but uh yeah no nah, gotta go with sasha let me just start off by saying tamina is like the big show and cane of the women's division as far as how are you getting these title matches right now? <laughs> sorry, sorry. Not funny. You remember like when Big Show and Kane just eliminated everybody in the 2015 Royal Rumble when that spot should have gone to the Wyatt family? 
yeah, that's what I look at. Like I look at Tamina. Like why again? Not not that she has no abilities or anything like that, but more on lines of they don't make her relevant enough to on a consistent basis for her to be in this position. She has no knees. Both her ACLs are gone. She's dead. Exactly. Um, even though I I love heel Sasha, you know, right now she kind of has like a John Cena thing going with his hair color. It's like, I mean, she she was down in NXT in that in that stable with uh, Charlotte and, and some Ray short lived. You know, and then she went to the purple hair, and then she went to the blue hair. You know, I don't know what's going on with that. Uh, this was supposed to be, honestly, which I would have liked a lot more, but they didn't have time to build for it. The rumor was they were just supposed to outright do Sasha versus Bailey. So I don't know if that meant Sasha was supposed to turn. I'm guessing because they just turned Bailey heel. Uh, I would have liked that a lot more than this because I feel like this is just a cluster of let's get people on the car. That's what I feel like this is. Some, it's just, I like Naomi. She's honestly one of the more athletic women, not just women, probably just period, honestly. One of the most athletic wrestlers they have on the roster. She's definitely polished and owned her skills because you know, she used to be a box fest waiting to happen. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with, I think I'm going to go with Sasha too, just because. It sets up a feud with her and Bailey because why? How else are you going to get there if Bailey retains? I feel like there's really no reason for her, Sasha, to have any animosity because Sasha had that look like, oh, I'm happy to be in this match, but at the same time, it's like a little bit conflicting too for her, obviously, since they put them together. Basically, um, they could have did a two woman power trip with them, honestly, and possibly put the tag straps back on them. But I think I'm going to go with Sasha here. Yeah. Like I said, it'll, it'll set up that feud. Had a dream, I. Oh yeah, she got she got Snoop on the track now. You know, they they yeah. yeah she, her Instagram is lit right now. She's like going through the motions, like different people with her hair color and shit. And she she's going ham on this. I told you she's in her John Cena bag. You yeah. you 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 didn't believe no, me? No, I, I believe. Well, wait, wait, what what, just... what changes more? Her hair color, John Cena's. Shirt designs or Big Show turning heel. Big Show turning heel. Wait. Wait or Big Show crying? No, no. I. You know what I thought about? Because that happens about once a year too. I thought about this is off, this is totally off subject. What happened to the original motherfucker singing the Big Show that was singing it high as hell? That's what I was like. Well, it's the Big Show. Why we got this low dude? I don't want the low dude. Bring back the old dude, the one that was singing when he was Paul White, and then they gave him Big Show. That's <laughs> it's the same thing like when they experiment with, with uh what was it with Kane's theme. They they always they've been experimenting with that. I I need the old school Kane theme with with the with the whole uh the whole the whole organ and everything. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. When he first debuted, when the lights went out and Jr. What the hell is this? Right. Bring that, <laughs> oh, you 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 might get. You might get that at WrestleMania during DB's match. We're going to get the old Kane, and he's going to come out there and choke slam DB, and that's how he's going to get ridden off TV. See, look at you. No, no, no. You know you know where Kane's coming back at, and that's a perfect segue. In this boneyard. Oh, no, no. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's a boneyard match, and I say that because Taker said something about the Holy Trinity. Somebody was like, Wondering if he meant if he was referencing Kane and a uh, certain Hall of Famer, Mr. Mick Foley, aka Mankind. 
are they going to be the equalizers for Gallows and Anderson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you did there. I see what you did there. You, you, you mean you don't want to see Rikishi out there? <laughs> What's Midian doing? Hey, you know Rikishi, little 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 Charles right there. You know the BSR crew. Midian needs Midian needs to check too. I'm just disappointed there's not going to be any Hall of Fame and Scott Dorden's not going to get his ring. Oh wow. Okay, guys. I I we're done. I don't think Scott was getting. <laughs> we're done there. I dropped line there. That Scott Norton deserves. Oh, we're done. Somebody Scott Norton deserves ring. Everybody. If you touch the NWO, you do that. I wouldn't weigh out topic. I'm sorry. It's just. We know I kind of didn't, though, because, you know, I said Hall of Famer Mick Foley. Kind of go, I was going that. But no, I'll, I'll just aside, you know, this is AJ and Taker match. The buildup is getting real. It's getting spicy, bro. It's getting hot, bro. Caliente, if you will. Yeah. Is this is this the the birth of Ruthless Aggression 2.0? Yes. yes. I, I mean, so. I mean. Taker was he was on one on Monday. I mean, he said AJ was was, was too scared. He wants to go be a big fish in a little pond. He, he named name name dropped everybody. He said you you, you afraid to face Kurt Angle in this prime, you know, because they they had matches in TNA, but that yeah. wasn't that wasn't mid two thousand Kurt Angle, mid two thousand Kurt Angle. That was that dude. Spicy. You know, he said he was afraid to face Edge. You know, Triple H, The Rock, Austin, Booker T. He just went on and on. One person he didn't name, though, was a certain AEW late champion, but he kind of did give him a shout-out because he called Gallows and Anderson ass clowns. So, you know, I guess that was his shout-out to Jericho. Right, right, uh, right. So, uh, Tim, what are you picking this match? Uh, it's kind of hard, man, because, you know, you know me, man. I always say I I enjoyed the look of Big Evil, but I wasn't able to really like enjoy the matches and stuff because that was a period of time i fell off from wrestling and wasn't able to you know keep up with it um so this taker right here is very big evil american badass-esque you know and uh put it on the page too and i was just like is this big evil is this american badass or is this just plain old mean old you know mean mark and um I think this is the second, well, the third, excuse me, uh, defeat of The Undertaker at WrestleMania. I think you protect the dead man gimmick by just presenting him as Mark Calloway uh, at WrestleMania, which has never been done either. So, you know, uh, it's this is a pretty big deal. You know, you're, you're getting... Mark the man, basically. You're not getting the dead man. You're not getting any of that, you know, you know, uh, hoopla, you know. So this is one of those where I I, I want Taker to, to get the W, but I think they're going to throw this to AJ, and AJ is going to go on a hell of a run and be one of the main guys uh, that's going to be a thorn in the future, you know, person will probably talk about his champion down the line but uh yeah giving aj the phenomenal one the w on this one joe um i i see shades of big evil coming back because he wore the old leather jacket and the, the little skull cap and was talking and he wasn't talking in riddles he was making fun of people people were saying he was getting beat backstage 
because the actual roster felt offended. And my thought was, good. Because because even in the Rufus Aggression era, there were times when it was like, you know, it's some glimpses of greatness. Hell, that birthed John Cena. That birthed the Doctor of Psychonomics. Uh, we had great matches with a lot of a lot of some of those guys, you know what I'm saying? So I, I think a couple people should be pissed off. I mean, just because at this point, like, you know, y'all competing again. Like let's let's get with this let's get with the stuff. I mean, let's get with the shits. Let's, let's get to work. But they're not gonna give it to Taker on this one. Uh you know what? No, I lie. They're gonna give it to him. They're gonna give it to him. Uh AJ on his way out in a little bit anyway. So yeah, they're gonna take her. AJ got probably got another six, seven months. Probably maybe maybe another year. Maybe a year and a half, two years. I thought AJ already resigned. He did. How long? Yeah. Like I think five years. Really? That's yeah. stupid. He should have been gone like a year or two. God damn it, AJ. Uh all right, well, in that case, AJ's gonna lose this one and then he'll get another opportunity somewhere down there. I think I'm gonna go with AJ, man. It's just you need to keep some heels in position. Uh, right now, you got Seth in terms of who's a full-time heel, who they have in position to be a single star. really don't have anybody else in position off the top of my head, at least on the Raw side. You mean, you mean CM Rollins? I'm sorry, my bad. Mm-hmm. Who? Hot take here. Hot take here, guys. CM Rollins is SmackDown bound. I wouldn't be mad at that. I think he kind of needs he kind of needs a reboot to in terms of shows. Possibly, he's really much done everything he can do on Raw. He's been tag team champions with about 10, 15 different people. All jokes aside, no, he's literally had was Jason Jordan, Dean Ambrose, Braun Strowman, Buddy Murphy. Am I forgetting somebody? Uh, Dean Ambrose. I said, he said that. Did he get a run with uh, Roman? Yeah. Back, back in, the in the day. Yeah. That was, yeah. Because even though there was no branch, but that still counts because they were appearing on Raw the titles. It's somebody else. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm forgetting. I think that was it. Yeah. I think he had five partners. Yeah. But yeah, he's pretty much done everything you can do on Raw. So yeah, I, I'm be all for that that move to SmackDown. It's honestly a perfect transition because, you know, he's facing KO. Stun Owen Stun. You know, I'm thinking uh, in this match, obviously, uh, I'm, you know, I'm a little biased here. I've had a lot of hatred towards Seth for other reasons <laughs> that we're not going to talk on this podcast. <laughs> Change my IG handle to Hayden Ass Kenny. Anyway, <laughs> Tim, what are you picking in this match? Uh... I feel like in my heart of hearts, they're going to go with Rollins, but I got to go with my Rotund brother from Canada, and that man's name is Kevin Steen, also known as Kevin Owens. Yeah, man. Uh, Seth, he's the closest you have in terms of younger talent to being on a Taker-esque level at WrestleMania. He's only had one L. Yeah. He's uh, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because him and the Shield went over, him, Ambrose, and Ron went over Orton, Sheamus, and Big Show at 29. And then the Shield went over the New Age Outlaws and Kane at 30. Yeah. And he cashed in money in the bank after he lost to Orton. 
And then what was it? He went over Triple H, went over that triple threat against Miz and Finn Balor. And then last year he beat the Beast. And, and you know what? I was fighting Tim on this earlier in the year, but yeah, Seth might have been booked stronger than Roman outside of only thing he hasn't did that Roman did was what go over yeah. Cena. Well, yeah. by by himself, should I say? Because he's he went over Cena, but Cena was still booked stronger than him during that whole few people got. He kept he honestly won one match with John Stewart of all. That doesn't help. Yeah, and I just yeah. watched that match um, too, and it was a it was a damn good. That's match. a classic. That might be Seth's best match in WWE. Um, in terms of singles matches, I think his best would probably that triple threat against him, against Cena and Brock at uh, Rumble. Yeah, that's his best match. You're talking about, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, Seth, Seth's always looks strong at Mania, honestly, like I said. Or in general, what I was going to say is Seth's the only full-time guy because all other than Brock's only lost basically to part-timers and... His loss to Roman wasn't, you know what I mean? Like, it was a distraction because he's sitting up here attacking Braun, flinging the briefcase at him. He turns around and gets Superman punched in speed. Yeah. So even Roman didn't go over clean. Seth went over clean at SummerSlam. And he went in there with a back injury, too, even if it was storyline related still. So he went over clean. He's the only full-time guy that can say he beat Brock Lesnar clean. I... So I'm like, yeah, I, I was fighting him, and then I had things sent back. I'm like, man, yeah, Seth. Maybe that's why he's running around calling himself a messiah. But uh, Joe, who you pick? <laughs> I, I, and, and you know what the crazy thing is? Is you're absolutely right about all that, bro. Like none of that was wrong at all. Like with Roman, the way they booked him, he lost a lot more than the way that they set him up for. Especially with like the Braun thing, the Brock thing. Seth, this I think Seth has a winning record over Brock Lesnar, right? It's a bit, it's not even, it's five hundred, ain't it? It's technically, if you look at when the match started from start to finish, he's technically, in terms of both of them being fresh, he's 2-0 because he went over at Mania. It was low blow, but still. Because the only time Brock went over at Seth was, uh, in terms of singles matches, Brock went over Seth when he cashed the money in the bank. Now, I, well, so, no, technically they're 2-2 two two against each other because uh, they had Battleground, which was a throwaway. I'm, so I'm glad they got that feud. It was four years later, but yeah, <laughs> I remember because uh, Taker came back to Battleground in 2015 and attacked Brock. So technically, I think Brock won that match. I think that, and I think, I think overall with, with that type of thing, especially with the way they were set up with Steph alone, I, he he is like Triple H said, he's the future, he's the man, he is the man. Because Steph, if 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 we put the cards out right now, who's had the better all career between Dean? Roman and Seth. Well, the funny thing is about Dean, out of the three of them, he was the first one to be a Grand Slam champion. That's true. But that that, that goes to show you how even people could say, you know, accomplishments could be deceiving. Uh, because if you think about it, Dean was also never that one to get the rub from anybody. Right. Because he's the one, he's the only one that didn't beat Triple yep. H. He's the only one that didn't beat yep. Brock. Who who really put Dean over besides himself? And then when he tried to be himself, those little flashes, those things we got, because he was ripping Dolph apart on the mic. I wanted to see that Dean Ambrose the entire run. And his promo was against John Cena when they had that little mini feud when he was a champion. Yeah. 
because he was he was on one about that. He's like, I'm, I'm not one back here kissing your ass asking for advice. <laughs> you know, I'm not one of those that I'll do whatever the hell I want type right. thing. Right. And I, so, and I think that's my point. Like at this point, like even we'll, we'll talk about probably a, uh, AEW later. But even at this point, their group, I think the idea was to groom Seth to have a career on the path of the Pantheon. So when Seth got hurt throughout that time period, it was supposed to be him and Roman and 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 being every now and again at that point because it was a three of them then seth got hurt then it was dean and roman they put the ic title on uh dean at one point then they put the title on roman at one point and he had that feud with sheamus he had that feud with triple h and some other stuff in there but at this point this is now seth's time i'm saying all that to say that seth is going to win He's going to win at WrestleMania. There's no way around it. Kevin Owens is my top five favorite wrestler of all time. I love Kevin Owens. Kevin Steen, Kevin whatever. He's one of my top five. I love that man. That man is a good heel, a great anti-hero. He's great on the mic. He's innovative with the moves. He's dope to me. Even now, I know for a fact, there is no way that Kevin Owens is going to win at WrestleMania. There is no way. over Not over Seth Rollins. He may beat Aleister Black. Uh, uh, he can beat Chris Jericho. He can beat Sami Zayn over and over again. There's no way he's going to beat Seth Rollins. Vince is not going to have it. Edge isn't going to have it. Paul Levesque is not going to allow such thing. Yeah, no, I, I think I got to pick Seth too, uh, only because if he stays on Raw, you're going to need someone. Like I said, Tim kind of foreshadowed this earlier: the WWE Championship match. If who I if, if the person wins, who I expect wins, you need Seth in position to feud with said person. Uh, as long as he stays on Raw, obviously. I feel like they did KO wrong by moving him to Raw in the first place. Thought he could have been the face of SmackDown. Because he was super old. He's still super old, yeah. but I just feel like that should have been where he should have stayed. I'll tell you this too, though. KO is one of... He might be the only person that could have went over the fiend and fans would not have been mad at no. that's how I cut much of a connection I think KO kind of has so that being said the only way I could see him winning is if Brock retains because then you could set that up but I yeah I, I can't see Seth losing this or if he does they'll trade maybe they'll trade wins they'll keep this going because this is the first actual match between the two on TV in terms of singles matches no. Uh, they've always had tag matches, eight man tags, six man tags, but they ha- they haven't had their actual singles match in terms of a big spot since probably what Hell in a Cell twenty sixteen maybe yeah. one is yeah. there. You're absolutely right. So and, and KO went over in that feud, so maybe maybe Seth gets his his win back in terms of who goes over in the feud. So and, and you know just because who wins at WrestleMania doesn't necessarily mean that person's gonna win the feud because if you remember. Uh, going back to 2010 and WrestleMania 26, I think Trips went over Sheamus, and then he gave Sheamus to rub the next favor because Sheamus went over and he wrote him out of the storylines with that beatdown. So. <laughs> Sheamus, fella. Oh, that's kind of a I guess a good transition. Speaking of Irish wrestlers, <laughs> um, Becky Lynch is going to defend the Raw <laughs> Women's Championship. <laughs> See what I, I did, did there? Did there? <laughs> yes. You see, 
We always are prepared on how to take wrestling. Uh, <laughs> now, she's going to defend the title against the only two-time women's NXT champion, Shayna Baszler. Tim, who are you picking? Uh, let's see. Uh, I think we've seen the man for quite some time, and now it's time to see, you know, some, some, some new blood here, some new meat. So, being that it's WrestleMania season, and this is the season where we typically get to see, uh, you know, stuff like that. I am going to go with Shayna, the ace. And, um, yeah, man, I think it's going to be awesome. The ace of spades, that's who you got, man. I mean, we literally and figures we saw some new blood when she debuted on Raw and bit her on the neck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know. so, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm too biased to actually make the pick here. So, Joe, I'm going to pass it on to you. All right, all right. Hear me out. It was rumored on, I believe, Wrestle Take that WWE is now in contact with Mrs. Ronda Rousey. Oh, contract yeah. uh, because they want her back apparently. So, um, this is what I'm figuring, and this is just a hot take on my part. Becky goes over. Uh, the minute Becky goes over, Miss Rousey shows up, does that weird little Samoan drop that she does or whatever the fuck that shit is. And then all of a sudden, it is now a crash course of Becky versus Ronda part two. Uh, but this time it'll... Or, or it might be a part two of the whole... Charlotte and Becky thing, then Ronda goes over, and then all of a sudden, by Survivor Series, we now have a full-on four-horsewoman versus four-horsewoman. I'm going to tell you right now, somebody bites Becky again, it's going to be some problems. <laughs> You're going to get the, potentially the double bite? The double bite? Is that what we're saying? Oh, the I, I don't know. I, that was just weird. I'm, I'm I'm just glad they didn't put her in some weird ass vampire stable brew 2.0 with Ember Moon because she got some sharp ass teeth too. But anyway, oh, uh, <laughs> holy crap! Good looking out, Ember Moon. Where are you? Come back. She had some legit serious injury. Uh, yeah, she which, was out for the rest of the year. I think she was an eight. Was it ACL? No, it wasn't that. It was uh, I have to fact check, but uh, it definitely wasn't the ACL though. Even though that seems like it's been a pretty common injury lately. Uh, no, I can't remember, though. No one has to I got know, you. Get, the, get the old phone out. In the meantime, I'll actually make a pick here. Um, actually, I'll go back to the past last year real quick. You know, Becky and, and, and Ronda should happen a couple of times. Unfortunately, Nia Jax decided to hurl off and, you know, punch her in the face. You know, if there's anybody else that wasn't close to The Rock, they definitely would have gotten the suspension mm-hmm. for that. Shout out to Vince, by the way, for just letting her be the face breaker. Wow. What a great guy. Well, um, anyway. <laughs> new name for it. New name alert. Um, no, but then, and then they just, you know, <laughs> they just shoehorned Charlotte into the, the, the championship match. And then they put a title on her last year. I, I, it was just like, it, just, just listen to what the fans want. They wanted Becky and Ronda last year. I don't know if we're ever going to get it personally because um, they were rumored that they wanted to do it this year before Ronda called his time off. And they wanted that to be the main event. They were penciling that in. So, but um, in terms of p- making a pick here, 
See, Thanks for listening to the Hot Take, take Wrestling Podcast. The Hot Take Wrestling Podcast is brought to you by the, the NMG Network, really a division of NMG Enterprises, LLC. Make sure to follow the Hot Take Wrestling Podcast on Instagram at Hot Take Wrestling and on Twitter at Wrestling Becky, like Rhonda, wants to start a family. So, you know, I feel about that. No, but... Little little no, Lopez is running around, huh? Little, uh-huh. little Kobe, little Kobe's, uh, yeah. A little bit of the Kobe. Kobe. Yeah. 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 <laughs> if Becky's on my listen, I can love you better. I'm just joking. <laughs> no, um, I'll joke aside. I think I'm picking Shayna here just because. This what if with Ronda keeps happening? Because honestly, I thought she's going to be number thirty entrant and come back this year at the, at the Women's Royal Rumble match. Um, it's it just, I mean, Becky's had the title for a year and she's elevated mm-hmm. it. Obviously, um, she's still hungry, and I feel like she's the only bad angle she honestly had was, and that's because Vince put that person in that position too soon was Lacey Evans. I mean, the promos she was having with, with Natty were, were great. Uh, their match was pretty good at, at, at SummerSlam, but they gave, they gave him enough time to actually tell a story. Uh, you know, her match with Asuka, the build to that, needing to, you know, to get her payback for that loss at Rumble 2019. There's still some time, even though Bailey is the one who took the actual L, the defeat, so to speak, the tap out at Survivor Series. It still technically goes on a loss on Becky's record, though, because it's like you didn't win. You might not have tapped out or got thin, but you didn't win. So there's right. that. Uh, but, yeah, no, I think I'm going to pick Shayna uh, only because, like I said, I don't see anybody else lined up for Becky. There's really no one down in NXT who you look at and say, yeah, let's call them up. too." Cause, I mean, if that's the case, why not put it on Shayna? Because if you're going to call somebody else from NXT, you know, unless they're going to shake things up again. But even if they did that, the only holy oh, I can't I forgot this one. The one against Sasha. That was honestly probably one of the more underrated Hell in mm-hmm. a Cell matches. So uh but that's the only other time when I expected Becky to lose since she's gotten the title. Uh was against Sasha, honestly. And that didn't happen. But uh Yeah, no, I, I think I'm gonna go with Shana here. But uh it's, you know it's really a shame though. Almost ten years in the making this man comes back. And he has to wrestle in an empty arena. Uh, last man standing, Edge versus Randy Orton. Randall Keith just joined the 40 Club, 40 and Up Club yesterday. Him and his wife shared a birthday, both milestones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's cute. But, um, yeah, I mean, I know Tim's going to be torn with this because he, he's a fan of both guys, but who are you picking? Ah, uh, man, you know, uh, you know, Rated RKO is one of my all-time, like, favorite singles, guys, turn, tag team. Uh, it's really when I started running with Orton as my, quote-unquote, guy. Um, so, yeah, this is definitely hard for me. But I, I think you kind of got to go with the, the fan-favorite moment with a fanless crowd. And I think you got to throw this to Edge. 
you know, uh, a loss at Mania is not going to do much to Orton right now. You know, he's a solid vet. He's re-signed. We know he's not going anywhere no time soon. Uh, so, yeah, I think I'm going to go with the rated R superstar in the PG era. Adam, you know what I'm saying? Known as Edge. Adam Copeland? No. <laughs> he's the PG-13 superstar, you know. There you go. PG-13. <laughs> uh, first of all, his entrance without Pyro is going to be awkward. You can, at least, you know, AEW still has Pyro. Just bring, give the man his Pyro. I don't need Edge standing there awkwardly with it, <laughs> doing the rock out. <laughs> with With hand gesture. With no what Pyro. What if just has like a lot of lights and uh, shit? Just like... Just <laughs> Some like spritzers or something. <laughs> Some mini fireworks. The oh, lights, the lights kind of mimic the firework, <laughs> you know, sound effect. <laughs> no, I, I'm picking Edge here. Uh, I can't see him losing his first match in almost ten years. Well, first singles match. He didn't win the Rumble, but first one-on-one match in t- almost ten years. I can't see him losing. Guys, Joe, you're forgetting. He's on a part-time schedule. That means he's going over. He got to kick. He got to get his ass kicked so he can go home. That's what that means. Randall Keith all day, baby. Come on, somebody. Gonna we'll take the RKO and he's gonna be gone for a while. We'll do this again at SummerSlam or some shit. I don't know, but I feel like I want Randy Orton to win. Like I honestly, I don't want him in WWE anymore. I want him in AEW. He'd be wasted there. But uh, I'm going with Randy Orton just because I love him. But I have no other reason for that. So, I mean, you are affectionately known as the Randy Orton, the Randall Keith Orton of our exactly, nation, and so. that's why I not go against this. I, I'm who am I to deviate from who I look to as my spirit animal? I cannot, yeah. I cannot deviate from such a beautiful man. Pause. That does uh, great things in the ring. Pause. I don't even know if that was well worth it, but I'm gonna do it anyway. Uh, yeah, at this at this point, Randall Keith, how, what is he? Thirteen time champion. Okay, I believe he's so. still he's still got the goods, man. He's still he's still got it, man. I I want him to win, but he's not going to. But it's okay, Randall Keith all day. Got this. Uh, next up, get SmackDown tag title match. Uh, are we going to actually go with the actual participants in this match? Or are we going to? break the uh, news to the fans. Uh, you know, if you want to break the news, I think this would be this the would moment be. to break it. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm sorry, everyone, but Miz is not feeling awesome, so uh, he's not going to be a part of this match. Rumor is supposed to be a, a ladder match. I don't know if each participant, also, each team is supposed to have one person representing the team, but the original match was the Usos versus Biggie and Kofi Kingston of the New Day. Versus the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, John Morrison and The Miz. The, the rumor I heard was supposed to be one of the Usos. I don't know how they're going to write New Day out of the title match. Uh, but let's pretend like the match is actually happening. How about that? <laughs> Joe, who would you pick to win the SmackDown Tag Team title uh, The Miz match? and John Morrison just brought him back. They're going to try and make it a feud and make it a thing for a while until... Somebody beats them. Uh, it's the Us- Usos' job and the New Day's job to kind of make it a competitive type thing, where it's very competitive. But it it, it, it it'll look that way. But Miz and Morrison will pull it out. Um, 
Pause. Oh, good shit. <laughs> yeah, Miz and Morrison. Yeah, because Miz clearly ain't pulling out. He, his, <laughs> him and his, his Maurice, Maurice has popped out yeah, two babies. Like Miz that. is never pulling out ever again. It's gonna be a... Hashtag yeah, girl day. All day. Indeed, Miz indeed. is never pulling out. Pause. Uh, at that point, uh, it should be. Um, it, it'll be Miz and Morrison. You know, I keep almost every time we have a podcast, maybe I should stop saying this because at this point, Roman's going to turn heel for New Day breaks up. I, I'm, I'm, I was expecting, you know, Kofi to go for the straps, Biggie just shoves him off the ladder. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm, I'm going to stop doing that because, you know, like I said, Roman will turn heel before that happens. But um, this is true. Actually, I don't know which one's going to happen first. That, that's a hot take debate. What happens? Biggie or one of them turns on each other, Roman turns heel, or they actually push Cesaro. The second time I've referenced that this podcast, I'm sorry. But uh, anyway, back to the topic at hand. They just put the straps on Miz and Morrison. I think they need to run a little bit more long, uh, a little bit longer than either knew they need to be eight time champs or Usos need to be seven time champs. So like, they got them competing to see which one's going to catch the Hardys. Because I think the Hardys have the record. Either the Hardys or the Dudleys. Actually, no, I think the Dudleys have the Dudleys. I can't remember one. One of those two teams do. I want to say it's the Dudleys for WWE, but uh, Tim, who are you picking? Hmm, I think. <laughs> no, he's not in this match. Uh... <laughs> no, he'll be he'll, he'll be back there eating and consuming his feelings. Yeah, yeah, he'll, he'll bunch, be eating his stuff either way. Bunch of ham sandwiches. Oh yeah. Um, shakes and weights. I am going to go with Ms. Morrison retaining. Morrison just got back. Uh, they made him do the job at uh, Royal Rumble with Big Brock. So, uh, yeah, I think you let him retain. Keep him, keep him shining with that tag team gold for now. I think, uh, I think we're all in agreement there, and and then speaking of matches on the SmackDown side again, Firefly Funhouse match. Firefly, excuse me, Funhouse match. I don't know what that entails. I don't know what creative is smoking. They could have just, you know, had Cena just take the man of a cloth and, and just get brutalized and be done with it. But, uh, yeah. Uh, so, Sam, who do you expect to go over in this? Yeah, I am going with the fiend. I, I think he gets some retribution here. I need the fiend to win. Uh, yeah, because he was doing awesome. And they had Goldberg take the title off him for God knows what reasons. WWE staff uh, was plummeting, man. Oh, yeah. So that means put it on the 52. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, totally going to do it. <laughs> so uh yeah man uh gonna go with the fiend yeah this this is uh man people people have been cutting some uh some very animated promos because I, I missed this and i had to catch it the next day my last day when i went out drinking thank goodness it's been over two weeks i did not get covid from going out drinking on saint patty's day that would have been you know, pretty bad. Uh, anyway, so I caught that that day actually when Cena was saying Bray Wyatt is not the future. He named 
He named Drew McIntyre. He named Velveteen Dream. He, he, he named Tommaso Ciampa, Matt Riddle, Rhea Ripley. He put them all over. But he, he said he's here to obliterate the Fiend. To put him out of his existence, you know. Easy for me to say. Anyway, uh, I still see Bray going over, though. It, it really does nothing for Cena to go over unless Cena's going to be around for, what, maybe a couple months. I don't know if this is going to... It seems like this might be Cena's last WrestleMania, though. He, he hasn't had a full-on WrestleMania match since he went over Rusev five years ago at WrestleMania 31. You know... Basically, that was Rocky Four. We all, we all know that. Excuse me, Seriously. but uh, Joe, who are you um, taking? It's gonna be the Fiend. Uh, it has to be the Fiend because he's got to go down the line of destroying people. Um, it would be awesome if what happens at WrestleMania is that he goes over on Cena, and then all of a sudden they need to find an opponent, and then he comes right back out and whoops Goldberg's ass. One because I'm gonna be frank with you, Goldberg annoys he is to me he is one of my he is the least favorite wrestler for me i hate goldberg i dislike goldberg strongly strongly i i can't even you i we can go to the bret hart thing if you want to i don't care i i i'm not i'm not good with goldberg winning anything at this point like nothing i would have been happy with him if he just did a spear and Jack Hammer and then gone and that would have been the end of it. But cool. Like, I dislike this man. So speed all day, every day. God, I hate Goldberg. <laughs> Goldberg got some heat, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's what I really feel. <laughs> but no, I... <laughs> Another title tag team title match is happening on that card. Uh, it's going to be Austin Theory in his debut on pay per view. Once again, a lot of things happening in front of empty arenas. I mean, granted, like it's not going to be as bad as you know Edge actually having his first match in ten years in empty arena. Obviously, this dude's only twenty two years old, but he's going to be teaming with Angel Garza to face the Street Profits for the Raw Tag Titles. I, I think I got to pick the Profits here, man. Yeah. It's it. it it's a it's a cluster match that was thrown together. They I don't know if it was caused by the fact that Razor or AOP got injured because they were rumored to face the Street Profits at one point. Apparently, uh, I I was expecting a multi-team match, kind of like SmackDown, just because and which kind of speaks to the fact that they probably need one set of tag champions in the first place because you got teams that are just being thrown together. I mean, uh, Garza and Andrade, actually, I was interested in that thing. Uh, it's not to say they won't go back to that when Andrade's rib injury is healed, but uh, Tim, who are you picking? Um, um, I am going to go with Montez and Dawkins, baby. I got to go with the street profits on this just because I need to see him get some get back. Austin Theory. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I played back that thud a bunch of times. Boom! Sorry. Damn it, Seth. Grab his leg. I broke my back. 
<laughs> can't, I can't do Mike Tyson. Doctor, I need a back yard. <laughs> what did he, what did he say? Uh, I broke my back, and he asked him. He said, "Vertebrae? No, spinal." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, gotta love Mike, man. Bro, he still got it too. Like he can still look bad. Like my brother still he can still look bad. <sighs> Who's next, man? Who's next? No, no go. Uh, the- Whoa. Who who did y'all land on I, uh, for this? I year? landed on the street props. I can't see them losing to some makeshift oh, tag oh, team. Oh my bad. I, that, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you you show. I'm sorry, my bad. <laughs> but oh, good. well, I'm not gonna go with Austin Theory for obvious reasons. His name's Austin Theory. I can't trust anybody right now. Like, come on, terrible. fake fan. Terrible name. Top. That's top ten worst names. Top ten. Hashtag fake you fan. Say what? I said hashtag yep. fake fin. Yep. I'm, I'm a fan of that. Yep. No, I hate. Yeah. That's got to be one of the top 10 worst names besides. No. Kip Sabian is next to that name. That's a terrible. That's a terrible name in wrestling. There's, there's better names than that. There's better names than that. So, so we're, a resounding street really profits victory is what we're talking about. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we, we can get back to bad names another time, but um, <laughs> we're going to move on to the match that I expect to steal the show at WrestleMania. Intercontinental Championship match between Daniel you Bryan. Mean the Big Bobby versus Alistair match was Tim not you your scene-stealing match? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Tim. I mean, uh, you know they're not going to get enough yeah, time. Nah, that'll be I don't think. Probably won't get enough time. Oh, uh, but, but not to get distracted. I mean, you know, we we know what's They'll going on like outside uh, in the real world with DB. You know, uh, baby's getting ready to be here, so he'll probably be going on leave shortly after. Hell, all of them will probably be going on leave shortly after now because of what's going on. But um, yeah. Uh, I think I am going to go with Sammy because uh, I'm happy Sammy's finally getting a. Uh, you know, uh, a WrestleMania match and a championship match at that. And with the worthy, worthy adversary and Daniel Bryan uh, should definitely be a scene stiller, uh, as KG affectionately put it. So, yeah, I'm going with uh, Sammy for the W. It's the free line. Sammy wins outright. Uh, DB's got to go take care of his kids. I wish this match was two years earlier because I think it'd be more interesting um, because now I think Sammy, given the circumstances, would probably use Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura a lot more, even though in his role during that, he was, he's been amazing throughout that. Um, but still, I would rather it have been something where it was like just the two of them instead of being this this whole thing. So, I mean, we'll see how it goes. At this point, but uh, yeah, no, I think I had to pick Sammy too. That's DB's rumored to go away. Even if he wasn't rumored to go away, it's it's been Sammy's been on the roster for about what? I mean, even if if you don't include injuries, uh, but even if you do include injuries, what he got caught up almost four years ago. Uh, he was he was one of those criminally underrated towns as well. Obviously, uh, that's the only reason. Like I said, I'm picking Sammy regardless. 
just because, like I said, it, it was his time to actually win a championship. It doesn't really do much for DB to get the, uh, the run with the IC strap unless they're going to do a shake-up again. So, and you send somebody that needs that rub, but I don't really see anybody coming over from Raw who needs a mid-card title. You know what I mean? Not not at least a heel, at least, unless they're going to turn somebody heel. But yeah, no, I, I think Sammy's going over because if they do a shake-up, you could potentially send like a ricochet to SmackDown. Maybe he can feud with Sammy for the IC strap. Yeah, That's so match. Oh my god. Oh. oh. Or you could potentially send KO back and you'll get a different dynamic between them because you haven't seen Sammy as the heel with, with KO chasing him. Because even though they never feuded over a title on the main roster, they feuded for the NXT championship. You never saw that role of K, uh, KO chasing that was him. Too. Thank you for giving me something to watch tomorrow. Oh. Kevin Steamers. Oh, never. Eddie Cole. Holy! <laughs> but uh, speaking of NXT, the Women's NXT Championship is being defended for the first time on WrestleMania. Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair goes back to Tim's theory once again about Vince and Blondes. Ah, man. <laughs> but uh, uh, now this is another one I Tim, think who you can, picking? Uh, definitely steal the show. Uh, Rhea is at the top uh, of, you know, people. My wrestlers to watch, I guess, would be what I could call that. Um, she's top five, top five, top five. Um, she's in your top five, dog. <laughs> no, not mid-episode. Are you going to change episode. yours mid-episode? Nah, I'll leave that to you wow. um, But yeah, man, uh, I, I, you know, call me crazy, but I I feel like, uh, I feel like Charlotte is leaving with this, man. Uh, I, yeah, I think I think Charlotte is going. They they need you know. Hear me out now. They need a big <laughs> name on NXT right now, and uh, you get that big name in a Charlotte. You know what I'm saying? Uh, AEW's been kicking ass, and the only way you can even fight that back is if you give them some big names down there. They're gonna need a solid big name and a woman, and a solid big name and a guy. I've already said I think my main man Seth Rollins is SmackDown bound. So let me give another hot take here. I think, I think on the NXT size. Oh no 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 no! They they love that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, I think I think we'll definitely see maybe 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 not a vet, but maybe you know I will go with a vet. I'll go with Cesaro. I'm mad at that, but I'm telling you, Undisputed Era is eating all the Superman punches. Oh, oh man, oh man, he'll go down to run through the entire oh, era. You know, it's gonna be like John Cena running through the wire. Oh, no, he definitely gonna sell it for no reason. He's gonna Adam Cole, he's, he's gonna, gonna do the job. Here, he's gonna do Adam the job. Hey, <laughs> Kyle O'Reilly is probably one of the best sale, bro. I go back and watch the matches with him versus AOP when this mob got in the ring after getting punched in the face. <laughs> <laughs> this mob rolled. I swear to God, takeover. He's getting his ass whooped, him and Adam Cole. He gets knocked out the ring, walks back in the ring wobbly legged, and then falls back out the ring. Best. Of- 
Yeah, I remember that spot. Now, Colorado is honestly my favorite member of Undisputed Era. Like, I don't, not a lot of people love Adam Cole, but no, Colorado is my my favorite Undisputed Era member. So underrated, man. Uh, no, nah, he is like outside of DB, he's probably like the best technical wrestler. You mean you're not a, you're not a big fan of that. Bobby Finch, man? Um, but I, I think I'm. Oh no, I like I like all of them honestly, but I I would say Kyle Riley's still my favorite though. Bobby, um, it's easy for everyone to jump on Adam Cole bandwagon. It's, but that's not the reason I'm not trying to be a rebel because honestly, I like Roddy too. I mean, I had to hit the unfollow because one of the pictures he shared when he's talking about who wore it better when he had him and his son only wearing the championship covering themselves. I was like, bro, <laughs> what, I'm on a train. And somebody gonna look at me like, what, what is this pedophile? Look at <laughs> I'm like, nah, bro, I can't. I had to hit the unfollow on that. Yeah, you can't post some pictures of your son just I wearing a championship belt with no clothes on. <laughs> I, I ain't with it, bro. Like, you're trying to be funny, but uh, I, I'm out in public. It's going to be a no for me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a thumbs down for me. But Roddy can go, though. Like, one of my, my honestly, one of my favorite matches people don't talk about in NXT was that match against him and Matt Riddle at uh, TakeOver 25. That was probably one of my favorite, maybe, what, five matches down in NXT, at least last year. You don't really talk about that one. But uh, back to the match at hand, I think I'm going to go with Rhea simply because it seems like the challengers, because the reason I went with Rhea is because they had the number one contendership for that ladder match, or the ladder match was the number one contender, should I say, this coming Wednesday on NXT. Uh, I don't really, because if Charlotte goes over, you're going to need a face to go up against mm-hmm. her. I don't really see any of those faces in the match position to go up against Charlotte, because only simply because Bianca Belair is not in it. Uh, so I see to be the only one I could see them positioning to face a Charlotte, not just because she matches up size wise, even though they, they did that match on TV. I mean, they, they'll definitely revisit that someday. It's just I can't see any of those faces going. Like, I can't see a, a Tegan Knox, not right now, but I can't see Candice LeRae. I can't see, I'm trying to remember who else was in that match on the babyface side. Um, it just seems like there's more heels in position to challenge. Because you know if Charlotte wins and goes down there, she's getting all the heat. She's getting all the smoke, as, as Street Profits say. Um, but, I, you know, they have heels in position. You have Dakota Kai with Raquel Gonzalez in her corner. Like, I referenced them possibly being going after the tag titles. So there's two different options for them there. Uh, you have an Io Shirai who hasn't gotten, at least as a heel, she hasn't gotten that opportunity yet. That's my pick on that ladder match, honestly. I think they're, they're going to position Io. Because granted, Raquel Gonzalez brings that muscle. They're kind of doing like a Shawn Michaels Diesel yeah. thing there, as far as the size wise. Um, but Joe, who are you picking for this match? Uh, Rhea Ripley. Because um, I feel like Charlotte. I, I don't. I don't foresee Charlotte going back to NXT. Because um, I'm still with my theory with uh, Ronda Rousey, but I don't foresee it. Would it surprise me if you won? No. It would not surprise me if Charlotte won, but I think Rhea Ripley's going to retain. And then that would just solidify her spot as being the dominant one because NXT has... It's a known thing. They're they're going to be like the dominant. Like, like, our champions are dominant. Like, it's not going to be one of those things where, like, there's, like, a fluke champion. Like, a primetime players who were, like, champions for 30 days. Like, that's... It probably won't be, like, nothing like that. Um, but uh, I'm, say, I'm saying Rhea Ripley for the win. Yeah. I mean... I kind of see where Tim was going with that. Cause in, a part, in the back of my mind, I was saying that too. Like, could Charlotte be down there? Like, you you do need a big name that's a woman. The only thing with me that kind of 
pulled it back other than the latter match too was like when is the next time they're gonna film it's like if you put that title on charlotte you want to get straight to it like boom charlotte's down here uh but it's with that being said it's just and yeah, nah, i don't i mean we've been here before two years ago i thought it was a lock to oscar was when the timothy then we went ahead charlotte when i was like really and lo and behold, who breaks their 900-some-odd days undefeated streak? Hey, Taps out to Charlotte at Mania. Which was stupid. Got it. Which was dumb. Oh, that was stupid. God. It was It was, It was. was dumb, but it was also smart. But it, it, the problem with it was, like, it's like the Brock Lesnar-Taker thing. It's like, okay, you needed somebody legit to, to end Oscar's streak. But at that same time... They kind of ruined Oscar after that because it's not even that she lost to Charlotte. It's like okay, she captures the title and then she drops it to her a week, before, like the year later, and then she drops it to her on the road to WrestleMania. It's like I don't know who they did dirtier, her or Kofi. Uh, Kofi, Kofi. Yeah, Kofi, because he didn't even put up a fight. Because honestly, that Oscar and Charlotte match, you don't really talk about it. That might have been better than a WrestleMania match, the one on SmackDown. If you go back and yeah, watch that, that was, that was honestly one of my favorite matches on the main roster uh, last year. At least on t- TV, I'm trying to think maybe what right, I say is right. overall because there were some pretty damn good ones on pay per view last year too. But uh, got the Universal Championship match. Uh, guess everybody, the cat's out of the bag at this point, unless they're pulling our leg and somebody else is his replacement. But Roman's not going to be there. The big dog is not going to be facing the icon or whatever the hell they're calling that dude. That should probably sit his ass down somewhere. I don't know why in all the sports where you have anyone else goes into the Hall of Fame. You don't see Mike coming back. Yeah, I want a piece of that championship again. You go in the Hall of Fame, your career is supposed to be over. <laughs> That's it. But then, but then Vince, Vince gives you a call and says, do you, yeah. do you got one more run left in you again? Hey, pal. <laughs> Damn it, Venture. You knew why they shouldn't have did that? Because if you heard the groan of the crowd when he said that, it's like, yeah, you went over Brock, you embarrassed Brock. We all been clamoring for somebody to do that. You got one more title ring left for you. Oh, why you got to mess up a good yeah. thing? Uh, it's, <laughs> That's it's what that like, reaction was. It's like that favorite family member that you enjoy hanging with, but they stay longer. You're like, mm, you're, mm, too long. Too long, buddy. Too long. Time for Oh. Or when you told a great joke and then like you try it's to over. top that joke, it's like, come on, bro. Like, no, nah, it's 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 it. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. Too- You're done. But anyway, uh, so Braun Strowman apparently is supposed to be Roman's replacement. Cats out of the bag. I don't know how they're gonna write Roman out of the. Uh, I just I just hope they do it classier, you know, because you know, last time Roman was out, he had his like one of his closest friends openly come at him about having leukemia so you yeah, know that was stupid that was that was low class wow. if i was roman i would have been AEW bound at that point that, that's just me personally because you know they would have paid him just as much fewer dates too but uh anyway yeah. uh tim who do you got you got the monster among men or do you got mm. goldberg that, that's my that's that's, that's uh, well he's gonna get on this show Paul as you guys know sure. you know I'm, I'm kind of a Vince guy in that regard I guess I like big guys Pauls you know uh <laughs> big Bobby you know what I'm saying big Brown he likes big know, guys big so Roman, lie, Pauls, all three times uh but yeah man I have been waiting on Braun to get his shot 
uh, you know, he's kind of simmered down since he was at like a fever pitch. Was that last year where he was just like on fire? Like he couldn't do any wrong in any city, any arena they ran. Like that was 2017. I feel like because that's when he went like ancient, crazy, like King Kong. Yeah, slam Brock so, two tables, you, then flip the third one up. Yeah, it's a very hard to leave, but um, you yeah, know, he's been more than years, deserving though. of uh this opportunity, and uh, I, I get it, they probably didn't feel like he was ready at the moment, but hey, you know, it's they put the title on people before that weren't quote unquote ready, so you know, I don't know what the issue was with Braun, but you know, he's got some years under his belt now, uh, he's got some respectable matches, some respectable runs respectable feuds um i think this is the time i even felt like you should have went brian versus the thing as opposed to you know what we're getting now which is uh, goldberg versus uh brian uh in place of roman i always felt like that and you guys know that you know i felt like that's the storyline we should have gotten with uh the fiend still as a champion at the time and fans we would have been like okay we could see this it's a backstory here He's one of the only remaining guys from the Wyatt family that's, you know, on brand with Bray, you know, at least. They got Eric Rowan on, on uh, Raw, but uh, I felt like it, yeah. <laughs> but I felt like that Rest story kind of like wrote itself, but uh, I guess the big wigs at WWE didn't. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go with Brian here, uh, but I got an asterisk by that only because I feel like this is an opportunity where Braun should really become a monster, you know what I'm saying, in terms of a mo- it, not only just the run, but he should really be a dominant champion here. Like, you re- you re- re- reboot him, I guess, a little bit. You repackage him in terms of his ring gear, all that kind of stuff, and you make him that monster that you've made Goldberg, that you've made Brock Lesnar, you know what I'm saying, where he's just dominant. So I'm going to go with... Braun Strowman for the W Universal Championship. Well, you know what? Too piggybacking off the of Braun and breaking outside of the having having that history, Braun looks legit enough to go over the fiend. Where it's like, okay, yeah, he comes out in the mask, he looks intimidating, but Braun hoaxes over pretty much everyone on the roster in the first place. The thing that irks him to me too is this skinny Goldberg. This this not even yeah. three hundred. This not even three hundred yeah. pound kicking through doors, <laughs> head button the door with the door. The door looks like it's God in pain. Damn it. Y'all got y'all got us. We, we we looking at chicken leg Goldberg over here. <laughs> granted, the, granted, the dude is probably in better shape than any of us will ever be in our lives. But still, come on, like. Oh. Uh, yeah, I'm going with Braun. <laughs> That's, I'm that's going. I'm going right now. I don't care if you call me or not. This is stupid. We got small kindergarten Ray Goldberg. Okay. We have preschool calf baby leg Goldberg going over on the theme. And then on top of that, we have him now going against Braun. I hope Braun Strowman whoop his ass. His name is Bronzeberg because he's 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 the bottom. Bronzeberg, okay? I'm not calling him Goldberg no more than it's Bronzeberg. Bro! They really dropped the ball on this. They should have called Matt Riddle into this match. That would have made my day. <laughs> that would have made my day. But no. 
<laughs> go, but you don't need any jobs, bro. Right. <laughs> One brother getting over. Bro, of NXT. Bro. Bro. I'm going to spend, I'm just going to, I'm just going to say this right now. And, and, and we can end the podcast on this. We don't even got to talk about the main event. I just wish DDP was in, you know, WWE still. Wow. Them and Matt Riddle, <laughs> their tag team would have been banged, bro. So that's I'm going to yeah. say. I'm not going to. Or you could have called them the reality king. But uh, <laughs> no. see what I did there. Uh, <laughs> I think we're. I see what you did there. I see what you did there. Okay. Can we? Can we all? Can we all be in agreement that Drew McIntyre is going to go over for the Universal Championship? I mean, for the WWE Championship? Are we all in agreement on that? I, okay. I believe so. It's Drew's time. He he. He's worked too hard to get back yeah. to this position. Uh, I don't care about being dubbed the chosen one. I couldn't care less right. about that. Because people forget this, this dude's coming a yeah. long way. Because Drew, if people remember, Drew didn't even debut as a wrestler. He debuted I was gonna say, as, as a, a gay waiter. <laughs> that was trying to flirt with yeah. Triple H. Right. Right. So, he's coming on. <laughs> We're not even going to talk about that. Drew. You got the nod, bro. And if you want to go a step further, they probably don't remember Tommaso Chopper with hair either. <laughs> but hey, I digress. Yeah. <laughs> oh, when he was Undertaker's oh, yeah. lawyer? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, not, not, not Undertaker's lawyer. Sorry. Uh, I think it was Muhammad yeah. Hassan's lawyer. I was just going to say, I think we're definitely all in unison right <laughs> no, there. But, with uh, that one. Uh, the I, Beast I, is yeah, going to get slayed, and he's going to go and hunt and kill some deer. Until it's about SummerSlam time. Yeah. Then they bring him back for some stupid... It's probably some stupid again. Unless, like, when Brock goes away, we miss him because we get a chance to miss him. Because WWE does something stupid. Like, that's like... Like, for example, when they did that double title thing where they had, like, the World Heavyweight Championship and then Cena wouldn't lose to anybody... And it was kind of like Roman's time, but it really wasn't Roman's time at that point or whatever. But it kind of was his time at the same time, but it wasn't his time. And then they called Brock Lesnar back to whoop John Cena's ass. So, I mean, it's, it's fine. They just have to keep you know, the momentum going. Huh? Like, you know, I was talking to Kenny about this before everything yeah. transpired with the COVID-19. I was saying, you know, the rumors were going on that Drew's first championship feud was going to be with... Uh, the modern day Maharaja, and it's just kind of like, what? Exactly. Oh, like, why the oh, hell do God. you start a title Already reign with Probably. that type of a feud? Same as how they did Becky with Lacey Evans. Nothing against Lacey Evans, but what has she? What did she do prior to that time to become the very first person in line? You know, out. <laughs> I thought. She's got a mean right hook. I thought I thought at some point I thought at some point these guys got a chance to pick. Like I remember I remember I remember like watching the Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart documentary and, and then Shawn Michaels Shawn saying, Oh, I was gonna go out with, with Paul, then I was gonna do one with uh Scott, and then I was gonna do like like they had like plans about who they wanted to go against. I'm going to be honest, I do not foresee a good thing coming out of the modern day Maharaja going against 
Drew McIntyre. I don't see it working out very well. Like I, there's there's no conceivable answer for it working out very well, unless unless all of a sudden uh, the Monday Maharaj just becomes one of the best wrestlers live that we've ever seen in our life. I don't see it, bro. I don't see it. See, I think the their thought process is. It's hard to present Drew McIntyre as a babyface, just because we talk about Braun. Yeah, those are two pretty Braun, huge dudes. More intimidating than Drew McIntyre in terms of the height and physique. That dude's like, yeah, that out. He's legit six five, and cut like outside of Bobby Lashley, and he's shorter than him, obviously by maybe two or three inches of height. Um, yeah. So see, that's why that's the thing. If they weren't wasting him with this whole Lana thing, you get you got so you got people in position, other guys that could be heels to feud with him, or you got people that have higher guns. Like you got AJ, he has his crew. Uh, granted, they haven't been presented as much of a threat. I think Seth looks like more of a threat. Unfortunately, like Razor got interested, they wanted to take both of AOP off the TV for whatever yeah. reason. Um, I didn't, I don't agree with that, but. I guess that's the only pr- problem that's presented, and that's kind of why, other than the fact that those dudes were trying to be on in the Indies as a, a unit and they wouldn't put it together, but that's kind of why they put O'Reilly and Fish with Cole, because they were going to do that. I don't know why they didn't do that. I don't know if they just did it at live events, but I remember they had they debuted and they attacked Drew McIntyre uh, at TakeOver like three years ago, because, you know, Adam Cole definitely, I mean, he definitely doesn't look his height. I think they overlist him. He's supposed to be listed at like six feet. So I'm just like Drew hoax over everybody almost. Like, he made Bobby Roode yeah. look like a, a small dude, and that's not easy. Bobby Roode legit two thirty something. Yeah, and that, and that, and, and again, that's my problem. Like, like Bobby Roode was someone that legit. If you give him the ball, he can do something with it. I love what he did with Shinsuke Nakamura. I love what he did with Drew McIntyre. But you put him next to Dolph Ziggler as his tag team partner. What in the fucking fuck, bro? Like, what? Come on. Yeah, and they just threw yeah, them together, yeah, too. Right. Oh. It's like, you, they turned them heel just to put them back into a team with somebody right. else. Because they, they turned, I remember they I remember they turned him and Gable. And then, like, it looked like they were going to get him his own right. little right. run. And they were doing the weird, they were trying to clearly right. mimic Rick Rude. Because they gave him the whole mustache. Right. They were introducing him as Robert Rude. Um, yeah, no, it's that's the only thing I could think of is why they're rumoring to put gender in that position because gender is about the legit 6'4. Um, I honestly don't know how you get muscles and then come back with man boobs, so I yeah, that's kind of backwards. I guess so. That's probably why people were saying he was on Roy's by the reason. I was like, bro, how do you get how you how do you get more muscle mass? Veins popping out and stuff, but now you got man boobs and you ain't had when it before. You're on the roids, and after you stop taking them, your body gets changed <laughs> and you get cow udders. So that's what happened. There you go. And you heard it here first. Uh, well, <laughs> that's, I guess that's pretty much a wrap. We'll leave it at that. Man boobs, yeah. No, but <laughs> all jokes. <laughs> I'll do this aside. No, I, I'm they're really not setting him up for first of all. And Drew's a decent as talker too so it's like gender's not really known for his promo skills whatsoever so uh, yeah, they're just really not setting him up in position and like I said may, so maybe they need to possibly just explore Drew as, as a tweener uh, you got more options there and 
So you also got more options if there wasn't a brand. So even though we, we I've been kind of ragging on Baron Corbin, that might actually be able to be that a piece would be of few. Yeah. But, so maybe they'll send Corbin back to Raw. Who I knows? Mean, or maybe they'll send Drew to SmackDown. Yeah, who knows? I, I agree with you. I mean, I think honestly, like, if you just, just like, I would go the Orton route with Orton and Christian, kind of that way, where he's like a tweener, so to speak, or whatever. And you got a good guy that's reliable that can be a bit of an asshole and be like a little, a, a little bit of, of a creep in that regard. And then you use him in that way. So. Right. Well, there's an option too. Why we should get him? Why? Why not Orton? Why can't that oh, be a special? That would be great for you. I don't know why I forgot about Randall Keith. I know I'm I, my, Why I might have forgotten is because. It's weird that somebody doesn't go over, and I think outside of you, we all, so it's not a guarantee that Orton's not going to go over or whatever. But if he doesn't go over, how do you position him to be the guy to go after Drew? I mean, we've seen it before, though, because AJ was at the 30, he lost the WrestleMania 32 to Jericho, and the next night he won that Pedal Four Way, and he became the number one contender for Roman's WWE right. Championship. So, I mean, they can, so he could lose at many and still be, because we still haven't seen that feud. Like we we saw them have a little bit of a beef in but on Raw for about a week or two, where Drew took issues with Roman poking him in the eye when they were trading chops. Uh, the week before in that previous match, and then I think Ricochet came out and we got like a triple threat. So I don't know if they actually had a series of matches or even a full on match. So yeah, there you go. There's yeah. an option there. But- it's a lot of it's, it's a lot of things you can do with Drew. Just like keep him as a twin. Don't don't fuck this up. Don't fuck or don't have him. Don't oh, go ahead. Fuck this up too, Vincent. Or or don't have him coming out every <laughs> week, wherever city they're in. What's up, Indianapolis? No, nah, we don't need Stop that Drew McIntyre. Nah, we don't we don't need that. We don't need the cheap pop Drew McIntyre. We need the. We knew I'm gonna claymore you out of nowhere, Drew McIntyre. Boots to faces, face. baby. That's the shit I'm on. Keep having him kick people. I like that he blocked, blocked uh, Future Shock back yeah. too, though. Still want- Gives him another option. I for still want him to keep kicking people in the face. Well, we're. All right, man, there you have it. Another episode is in the books, okay? We're going to ask you guys one simple question, okay? Uh, Mr. Joe Freeline, can you tell the people where to find you on social media? Uh, Facebook, Instagram, at Joe, J-O-E, Freeline, F-R-E-E-L-O-N, three lowercase I's, because I am the third, which means I am the complete... Portion of the triangle. Fucking tripod. Hey, I'm a champion. I'm out. Whiskey sour. Whiskey sour. Hey, <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm just waiting on Joe the Fourth to do the job one year mania to um <laughs> to he's he's doing the he's gonna do the job somebody you He's gonna do the job to Sheamus. That's that's who you hate just as much as Goldberg. You forget. <laughs> oh, you know what? My fault. You never said you hated Sheamus. You just you just couldn't root for him. Like that's what you said. My fault. Uh, no, I can be found at Whiskey Sour Kenny on IG. And any other? Oh, I'll get back on Twitter eventually. I keep saying that. I, they, they, not, they don't want me to be great. All right, man. You can find me on Twitter at Legendary Zoe. 
You can find me also on Instagram at OldManLogan83. You can find the show, the Hot Take Wrestling Podcast, on Twitter at WrestlingTake. And you can find us on Instagram at Hot Take Wrestling Podcast. All right. There you have it. That is our WrestleMania prediction show right there. We'll be back at you guys, uh, I guess, next week. We got to do the uh, NXT TakeOver. So, uh, yeah, man. uh, Till then, we'll catch you guys down the line. Enjoy this episode. Make sure you hit that follow. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Hot Take Wrestling Podcast. The Hot Take Wrestling Podcast is brought to you by the NMG Network, a division of NMG Enterprises, LLC.